Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Adrian Tan Show. And today we'll be speaking about something really interesting that, in fact, has fascinated quite a lot of people, especially during the earlier period of the pandemic, which is the four-day work week. Four-day work week has been in discussion for quite some time. Late last year, there was quite a huge article on Channel News Asia talking about this that mentioned many workers want it, but businesses ready. And when we try to look at the number of examples, use cases, as I did on a separate podcast, there wasn't really many companies that are jumping onto the bandwagon, and in fact, to do it successfully. So it really got my interest when I realized a global PR firm, Grilling, is trialing this foreigner today work week pilot. I'll leave it to our guest today to share more about this initiative and also importantly how it has affected them from a business perspective and also all the things that they are receiving from a benefit perspective. Firstly, we have Danny Tan. Hi, Danny. Welcome to the show. Hi, Adrian. I look after Grayling and we are a communications firm. Uh, for those of you who might not be familiar with what a communications firm does, we basically exist to help our clients tell their stories. We also have Ms. Shirley Kettler. Hi, Shirley. So I am a senior account manager at Grayling. I've been with the firm for almost three years now, and I oversee responsibilities, including media management and relationships, storytelling creation, client counsel, just to name a few. I also work quite closely with Danny to ensure company profitability, optimal resourcing management, client satisfaction, and of course, support with new business proposals. I'd like to jump straight in and to understand how did the company react when they first were informed about this four and a half day stick? And how did this even come about? This is an initiative that we have talked about for quite some time. It arose because one of our offices in Austria began to pilot a a four-day work week. So they went further, not four and a half, but four-day, back in 2022. And they did so very successfully in Austria. And other our other offices in Europe began to explore what could they do. And I was here sitting in Singapore thinking, why can't we do, why can't we try it as well? It doesn't uh, have to be an exclusively European idea that we can be better if we work a little bit less. After some consultation with clients and staff, obviously, I think we're very eager to explore. We are finally off and running with this pilot as of the 1st of August. Shirley, when the news first hit you, what was your immediate reaction to it? Oh, I was ecstatic. Even though the government encouraged companies and employers to adopt a more flexible mindset, I thought it would be a long shot given that uh, the work culture here in Singapore is quite different from Western counterparts, especially in an agency setting where it's most commonly viewed as fast-paced and demanding. But what excites me the most is really being able to channel that extra time to spend with family. And of course, Fridays have a different meaning now. On top of the weekends that I get to look forward to, I can also enjoy Friday afternoons off. So break it down for us right now for the four and a half day work week, because I had spoken with some other companies where their extra rest day is not constant. So for some people, it may Mm. be Friday. For some people, it may be Tuesday. The idea was to give a bit of consistency to the initiative and have everybody just take Friday afternoons off. There was some thought that went into whether we should do it that way or if we should give staff the flexibility as to when they could take the time off. 
The challenge and complexity with that approach is obviously the scheduling, because then you will need to tell clients that also and so is not available on this day or that day. It felt a bit cleaner to us to have just a half day on Fridays. And based on my years in the industry, I think generally speaking, very little super important work needs to absolutely get done on a Friday afternoon. I think, so I thought that this is something that could work for us. The general perception of the PR industry is very hectic. It's like always on, never off. I have friends working in the industry. I also have suppliers that I work with in some of my other assignments. And they would mm. even bust me on National Day. And in my mind, I'm like, hey, come on, <laughs> it's National Day. Even I as a customer, I want a break. Do you think that is something that comes with the industry? I've done this for about 15 years. I think that as much as this is a client servicing business, I think it's also a creative industry, right? The product that you deliver is of a creative nature and you've got to be in the right frame of mind to do that. It's very hard to do that where you're stressed out, you are not healthy, you thinking about what your kid is doing or if you're worried about your dog at home. It's very difficult to produce your best work in the creative industry when you are not living your best self. So this is a way to try and help unlock that best self for everybody that works here. So that when they do show up, yeah, they might show up uh, a little bit less in the office than they used to. But when they do show up, the idea is that they will be a lot more ready, refreshed, and able to produce high quality work. And Shirley, for you, after the euphoria has all settled down, did that realism actually kicked in for you to think about, oh, what if my client were to call me Friday afternoon? What if there's a, an emergency? What do I do? At first, I was quite worried that I would end up working a little bit longer outside of Fridays because of the shortened work week. And while that still applies on some days, we have to recognize that workflow is never consistent and work never ends, right? Some days you just have to clear 30 things on your plate, but other days you get to catch a break. But I'm happy to say that since the pilot began, I noticed that I was being a little bit more productive. I was more motivated to try to complete all my tasks on time. So there was a bit less procrastination on my end because now I get to look forward to Friday afternoons. So my mindset has shifted to wanting to complete as much as I can from Mondays to Thursday. And then I get to enjoy Friday afternoons off. So for our clients, thankfully, they understand that we are just a WhatsApp message away. So in the event that they need us to respond to something critical um, or turn something urgent around, we will be on standby to do that. And yeah, we're, we're quite fortunate that our clients have been very understanding during this time. And envious, I would imagine as well, because they probably also want to have their version of four yes. or four and a half day work week. And Danny, before we even started recording at some small chat and you were telling some of the growing pains as you guys try to ease into this new way of work, which is something usually not so apparent. As with all new initiatives, definitely there'll be some growing pains for ones to adjust, for mm. the business to adjust as well. Are you able to share more about Grayling Singapore growing pains during the first week? How was it like? Were there anything that might not have occurred, something that just came out circumstantially? It's Murphy's Law, right? You say you have a big announcement and say this week we will do four and a half days and Exactly on that very first Friday, we had a client issue that we needed service. <laughs> and half of us had to be called away to, to manage that. And we did it with a smile on our face, right? 
the irony wasn't lost on us. It comes with the territory of being in the client servicing business. And the idea is that this is not the norm, right? If there is an exceptional situation, we will absolutely drop everything and, and do the work. In the same way that if a crisis occurred on a Sunday, same thing, we expect everybody to show up. We'll compensate you for the time. You can take it at a different day. But the, the understanding is that the, if the client is in need, then the work comes first. Shirley, earlier on, you also mentioned about you becoming more productive because of the compressed work week. And I'm reminded of this thing called the Parkinson law. La. That means if you have two hours, you fit in two hours of it. Five hours, you fit in five hours of work. Now you have four and a half days. Instead, you have to fit in the four or four and a half days. Any other benefit that you can personally see? I've always believed that maintaining balance between work and personal life is key to overall well-being. So in the past, excessive work has led to stress, burnout, and of course, fatigue. And even for some others, ex-colleagues of mine, some of them have experienced mental health issues. So for me, having that shortened work week has helped me to strike that balance. It allows me to rest, really recharge, and help me better manage my stress levels more effectively. And when I do show up for work, I have that mindset, right? I'm ready to strike off all my to-dos and just absolute best at work. Danny, what are some of the measurement of success that you foresee in this new initiative? Mm -hmm. Measuring any client, any employee initiative is super important. And for this particular initiative, we are looking along three lines. The first uh, and most important is the business in terms of whether or not the business continues to be profitable, whether we continue to be in a strong financial position as we have in the last year. And that's the first sort of big flag, as it were, as to whether or not the initiative is successful. The second is with employees, getting their point of view on do they feel more or less stressed? Because it could go one of two ways, right? It could, it could go as we intend and employees show up to work feeling more refreshed, having had that extra half a day, or it could backfire and people feel like they are really pressured to, to finish the work in a shorter amount of time, or they end up working longer hours on the days that they're not supposed to, asking employees for their opinion as to how they think it's going. And the third one, and also important, is clients, right? Getting their point of view on whether they think the quality of uh, servicing has uh, gone up, gone down, stayed the same. I think this is also really important. So those are the three kind of dimensions that we will measure alongside. And based on that, we will determine whether or not we will continue with the pilot and make it permanent, or if we will tweak it in some way. I really like the last one because ultimately the most important thing is how the customer feel about it, right? Even if the company may think mm. otherwise, oh, we're not ready, we need people, we need overtime and all that. But if there's no changes for the client, and in fact, if the client say, actually, mm. it feels like you guys are doing a better job, then <laughs> by all means, you seem to be heading in the yeah. right direction for sure. I know it's still early days, but so what have you been doing with the extra days so far? The answer is rest. But I've also been wanting to take my dog Hazel to swimming lessons. So that's something that I'm really looking forward to continue doing because it's quite honestly hard to get a slot on weekends. Plus with the weekend surcharge, it's just more expensive. But now that I get to do it on Fridays, I can 
the top and get a discount. Um, another thing that I am quite excited um, to do more of is cook because my husband and I love cooking, but we don't have the time to do it together. And sometimes on Fridays, he, work for, he works from home. So we get to just cook a meal together, shop for groceries, really just prep things and cook for the family. I used to work in a call center because of the shift job involved. Oftentimes, I have to do my rest day and off day on weekdays. And I absolutely love it when I could go to Orchard Road when it was still a thing back then and not have people around you, not to jostle with the crowd. You can step into an empty train or empty bus. That is really a very nice feeling. And especially in today's context, maybe not so much today, but a few weeks ago when the weather was so hot, the last thing you want to get involved with would be crowd. Hot weather and crowd doesn't yeah. go well together. So over to you, Danny. How do you intend to spend your half day? I would like to say that I'm going to spend the extra half day on, uh, on a fitness program, but I'll be lying. I, I will most likely be spending the time with my kids. So I've got three young ones and so you can never spend enough time with uh, children under 12. I think it's just going to be wonderful to have that extra half an hour, half a day to take them out, go somewhere without the crowds. Have they already been caught by surprise that, hey, daddy, why are you back home on a Friday afternoon? As it is, we actually have a hybrid arrangement. So on Thursdays and Fridays, we work at home already. But it has been unusual last week because halfway through the day, we decided, oh, let's go out and have dinner this time. So we went out, stayed out, went to an amusement park mm. and then had dinner. For anyone in another company looking at getting onto such program, I'm very certain there has to be some prep work. Uh, because mm. any change, be it positive change, would require some form of change management and some form of adjustment. Shirley, do you have any advice for perhaps if you have friends who may be in some company and they're exploring something similar along the line? What are some of your advice or tips you have for them in terms of prepping themselves? First, I do believe that having a four and a half day work week can make a company more attractive to job seekers who prioritize that work-life balance and flexibility, especially among the younger generation. In terms of advice that I would give to them, I think it's really about planning ahead, ensuring that things carry on as business as usual. For example, for us, we have a skeleton team on standby Employees who have hit their one-year anniversary at Grayling will get to enjoy this four-and-a-half-day work week, whereas employees who have not yet gotten there, they are on standby to attend to any client requests and ensure that work continues as usual. So it's really just that planning and ensuring that clients are also on board. And at the end of the day, seeking feedback from employees who get to enjoy this. How are they feeling? Do they feel more productive? Are they happy with this new initiative. And overall, I think when you consider all of those things, having a four and a half day work week is really such a wonderful thing. I really like the composition of the skeleton team because that would actually also give people the encouragement to put in a bit more time and to give themselves more time with the organization. And that might in itself help with the uh, retention policy as well. And Danny, over to you. What do you think a company has to think of to really prepare themselves. Companies just need to figure out what works best for them because the way that it works for us might not work for them. The, the nature of the business, the kind of benefits that, that are typical for their industry, what's possible. You know, for instance, if it were a restaurant that opens 
six days a week or seven days a week. There's just no way you can probably implement a shorter work week. But you can look at other ways to help employees to bring their best selves, right? And I think that's really the key. The key is to be willing to explore and willing to take a little bit of risk, be willing to defy some of the conventions around what managing a team means. And I think we might surprise ourselves if we allow ourselves to to be uh, challenged in that way. Most companies would not know whether this will work for them or not. But in order to find out whether it works or not, you have to have to run pilots. Lah. You can't just sit on the fence and keep thinking, should I do this? Should I do that? And in running this pilot, then you know whether it might be suitable for you guys or not. And with that, thank you so much for making time today to help yep. us understand more about Grayling's initiative on this work-life balance landscape in trialing this four and a half day work week in Singapore and showing the world that if a PR agency can do it, I'm very certain many other companies out there can as well. And I hope to get in touch with you guys perhaps six months, one year down the road to see if the set of answers mm-hmm. will be completely different. But until then, <laughs> all the best for your four and a half day work week and enjoy the extra half day and be the envy of all your friends out there. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you very much, Adrian. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You can refer to the show notes for links to more information about our guests and their businesses. If you enjoyed this podcast, it will be helpful to give a review on iTunes or follow me on Spotify. If you're using Overcast, please hit the star button under the episode. That will help get this episode and podcast out to more people who may find it useful. I'll see you in the next episode of The Agent Han Show.